up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of The Rundown. My name's Trevor. We're here with one and only Pastor Daniel. How's it What's going, up, PD? Man? Doing good, doing good. So this is like week three. Week three. And we still haven't hit our time. Still haven't hit our time. We we're in a new time. space. Feels new nice. New space. It looks awesome. I'm enjoying looks it. Looks great. Right, we're gonna keep changing yeah. it up on everybody. Never know. We're try to guess in yeah. the comment where we are located in the building. <laughs> there I don't you think go. they can figure it out. Whoever gets think. it figured out, Adam yeah. Elders is gonna take yeah, you, you to the fuzzy. You can't be a staff day. member. You cannot be a staff. Cannot member. be a staff member. So don't yeah. give it away. So maybe give you a free coffee at the duck if you can Ooh, guess what part of the building we are in right now. That's right. Drop Put it in the comments. Comment. Drop it in below. If you All right, we're gonna hit the timer. We're running. Petey, we're going to talk about your message from this Sunday. Um, super good, especially just coming off last week. Mm-hmm. We talked about politics, the new now, right? Like, just the division in our world today. You kind of started mm-hmm. off the message just on that, the idea that two visions is division. So maybe mm-hmm. just just give us a good little summary of what you mean by that statement. You know, where there's two vision, there's going to be division. So mm-hmm. I talked about if a husband and a wife have two separate visions, there's going to be division in that marriage. If uh, maybe your workplace, if the leader of the boss has a different vision than you see, there's going to be division. Politics, right. everybody's got a division, right? Because everybody has a vision on how they should fix things. Yeah. And so where there's two different vision and no singular, there's always going to bring division in the house and a house divided cannot stand it mm. will fall we talked about that last week right absolutely hey you you begin to dive into that a little more said how like everybody has, has their own vision for mm-hmm. stuff maybe just unpack a little yeah more and that's that. true everyone has a vision for their life and yep. everybody has a vision for other people's lives <laughs> and everybody has a vision how the world <laughs> should work and i talked about that last week on what shapes that maybe yeah. how we're raised their culture the locations and stuff like that. And so everyone in their own mind is right to them or right. thinks they're right to them or has their own worldview. And um, and when that happens and it collides with somebody else, then the vision can take place. I love this. You said we can get people's attention, but we won't get their hearts, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of ways we feel like... Um, we might be able to get people's attention to convince them of our vision. Right. 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 On social yeah, media. On social media. <laughs> this is the gospel. My vision is the right, right correct thing. Right. It gets yeah. attention. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, there's simply a clash between two kingdoms. Well, I mean, really. just, just look at right now. I mean, yeah. we're, we're seeing if anything has gotten our attention mm-hmm. this year, everything has. Yeah. From we, we, we started off the year with Kobe Bryant passing away. Yeah, I got oh, yeah. everybody's attention. And I, I looked at an article, and I think it was January 24th, and it had a whole big picture cover. And right in the corner, it says a uh, rare virus in China or something that said, oh, I'm like, wow. no one even paid attention to even this little, you know, mindset. Yeah. And then we come into, you know, uh, COVID and then riots and then protests. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, everything's on high alert. Everything, and it's election year. Yep. So everything has our attention. And, and just that's okay that it hits our attention, but those things is not what's going to change mm. a heart. I can write a law, yeah, but the law won't change your heart. Right. So well, how do you fix that? Absolutely. You begin to talk about how these two kingdoms are colliding against each other, right? It's the nature of the world we live in mm-hmm. and how to maybe walk through a little bit of that. You talked about the kingdom of heaven, right? Maybe mm-hmm. if you've grown up in church, you've heard that term before, the kingdom of God. You mentioned how we can use those interchangeably, but uh, talk a little bit about the kingdom of heaven then. Yeah, and so, well, there's so many different opinions and right. interpretations of this. And so when you try to look at it, it, it there is a, and John writes, and of course, John from the Synoptic Gospels, not to get all kind of nerdy here, <laughs> is, is written later. So there has been a long time of culture of eternal life, of God's kingdom, God's moving, yeah. you know, 30, 40 years after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John 
I mean, Matthew, Martin, Luke was even written. So when John writes in a futuristic, sometimes mm. you think, well, the kingdom of God is a destination, a place. Mm. And so in the earlier of the Gospels, we see, you know, at that time, the early part of it was it's around us, it's in you, it's where God reigns and rule mm. in a nutshell. Right, right, So right. where God's reigning and ruling and His you're being obedient, mm-hmm. then His will is being done. That's where God's reigning in His life. Yeah, I love how you mentioned most of Jesus' teachings actually were about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that we can easily miss because... The fact that it's something so kind of foreign to us, it's like, what exactly do we mean by that? We forget, though, how important it probably was and why Jesus talked about it so much. Um, you went on there a little bit. You hit on this verse, Luke uh, 17, 20, uh, and 21. Um, but at the end, it says, for indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. So yeah. maybe just talk about yeah. what that looks like That's for a Venus. Like, yeah. you know, like, what do you mean? Like, I'm <laughs> sinful. I mess up. What do you mean? And so when I yield yeah. and to his will in my life, mm-hmm. then I'm saying, you're the king, you're the Lord. Mm. And so when I do that, what's placed in me, I have the power to do that right. because the Holy Spirit's in me. And what's fascinating is what really just tipped me even to stay through is like, I take the kingdom everywhere I go. Yeah. So the kingdom is God's advancing his authority, his power, his reign and rule. Like when the kingdom of heaven shows up, man, people should be getting healed. Lives mm-hmm. should be changed. Peace yeah. should be coming, not division. Right. Like, I mean, like there's an activity God's power is moving. And that's why they said we cast out demons and people mm-hmm. fail. It's like, and the kingdom of God's come upon you. It's because God's power right. and reign came into that situation. Well, we, we, we have that in us. Right, yeah. I mean, that's just, that blows my mind that you know, everywhere I go and everybody I come in contact with mm-hmm. that I could be given a little bit of the kingdom of how I act, how I live. Right, right. And I think that was the solution, which we can get to in just a minute. And but. like, the, so maybe the idea of the place, the future is a piece of the bigger puzzle of what the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is. Yeah, so for, if you, if we were to say like the people of God is the kingdom of God, let's just throw that out there. Right. Someday the people of God will be in heaven. So the kingdom of God will be in heaven. Yes, right, right. Yeah, okay. his reign and, and so there is, there is God, and this is not to get all like, you know, really, really like uh, Marion would like this if Marion is, is, is watching this. And what I mean by that is like, there's a difference. Yeah. God has a sovereign rule of everything. Yeah. And that rule will be done. Right. And nobody going to change that rule. But then he gives me free will to choose, but I'm going to let him reign and rule in my life. Yeah. Because that's what love does. Love gives you a choice. Mm. So God is sovereign. His rule is ruling. He is still ruling, but I'm going to let you choose. You're going to yield and submit to me yeah. and let me have kingdom access through you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my will is still going to be done. Like right, he's sovereign. Yeah. So they, there's a distinct difference. Like mm-hmm. the Jews know that God's on the throne. He's reigns mm-hmm. now forever and forevermore. But what about in your life? Right. So there is a sovereign rule. So there, there's a, that's not yeah. get all into that. But you preached a sermon. This was years and years ago. I think we were like back when we were portable. You said the statement, if there's a kingdom, then there has to be a king. I was like, wow, I guess I never really thought about that before. Mm-hmm. But it, it plays so well into this line. Literally, I, I put, I wrote down the little quote you said, and then I put the little like brain exploding emoji where it's like, <laughs> like that's it's in my notes. It's somewhere in there. You probably can't see it, but it's okay. Yeah, you said Christians want the kingdom, but they don't want the king. Yes, and guess what I heard that so from? So good. You. I heard that from some random podcast, <laughs> you, so I'm not going to lie. You. That, that was so good. So for, for some of you who don't know this or not, so when Trevor and I were going through a sermon series and creative and all that stuff like that, and we're bouncing ideas off of sermons, uh, he's always giving these nuggets. So if there's anything good in that sermon, it's because he told me to say I it, and totally I just say it. I just find it from other it. people, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. But no, it's, it says it so true. Like really yeah. at the end of the day, I think that's the clash is I want to be my own king. I want the perks of the kingdom. Mm. I want the peace. I want don't want worry. I don't want anxiety. I don't want to depression. I want the perks. I want my life to be easy, mm-hmm. but then I don't want you to rule my life. Right. And so really that's the clash that we're seeing. And I think you hit on this at the end of the message, but that seems like it sums up so much of our culture 
when even just in that statement, like we all want equality, we want justice, we want love, we want mercy, no matter where your political party is, right? Mm-hmm. We want justice. Uh, I might have said that one. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All the things that come along that what Jesus taught about, I think we all want them, mm-hmm. but we don't necessarily want it the way Jesus tells us we should have it. Yeah. Or the way it Absolutely. should come, or in the order, or the time, or, you know, fill in the blank, whatever. Like everything, real quick, everything is. Um, you can sit on this side mm-hmm. real quick in your own kingdom and you can say America's broken. Mm-hmm. The world's broken. Policy's broken. Police is broken. Yeah. Rights is broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, NFL, NBA, all these people like, well, they're, they're, they're broken. The problem is you're broken. Mm. You're broken. I'm broken. So if I will yield to fix me yeah, instead of trying to fix everybody else, mm then what will happen is maybe a little bit of heaven starts rubbing off in my family and then the people around me like that oh, yeast. And before you know it, it's a grassroots, if I can say, movement of yeah. love, peace. And and like I said, where there's despair, there should be hope. Where mm-hmm. there's injustice, there should be justice. Where, where there's like gloom, there's, you should bring joy. Well, you start bringing that, then it starts fixing Mm. some of the things around us. But we sit back and go, no, you're broken, you're broken, you're broken. That's broken, that's broken, Mm. that's broken. He's broken, I'm broken. Fix me, start with me. And that was the whole Doesn't it seem like Jesus always made it personal though? It's always personal. Like when we're talking about big, you know, corporate or political or whatever the ideology at the time was, he'd be like, but what about you? You know what I mean? How about you? You What about you? (laughs) Don't worry about them, what about you? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And so I love that as you hit up in the end there, you kind of went on into uh, the Sermon on the Mount, talked about that a little bit, um, how, you know, the kingdom of God is always going to have conflict with our political kingdoms Mm -hmm. or our our own personal kingdoms we're building, right? Um, And then Matthew, 633, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, right? And he broke down seeking his kingdom, seeking his righteousness. Go into that a little bit. I think it's super practical. Yeah, if I went back into Micah 6 there, uh, that's where I traced righteousness back. Like kingdom, okay, I can seek his, it's easy to say seek his rule in my life. Yeah. Okay, so basically that is I'm going to surrender lordship, kingship. You've got it. I'm a, you're the, if I'm a king, if I'm seeking mm. kingdom, there's a king. So I, I kind of understand that a little bit, but well, how do you seek righteousness? Yeah. Like, Righteousness, if you would say righteous means right with God, well, Jesus made me right with God mm-hmm. when I gave my life to him. How do I seek it? Like, what do I seek? I don't seek, keep getting right. Like, what, mm-hmm. what's righteousness? So if you trace that back, righteous in the, in the Hebrew language or Old Testament was always connected to his, his righteous saving acts. Mm. So when Jesus said that, they would have heard that, hey, seek my authority in your life. Mm-hmm. Let me be the king and then get on mission with me. Yeah. Help be part of my saving, redemptive plan for mankind, which mm. means you're going to take a little bit of that yeast with you. You're going to take a little bit of the kingdom with you. You're yeah. going to spread. You're going to infiltrate this with love, peace, joy, yeah. patient, kindness, and that's what's going to change the world, mm. not <laughs> or, or however, or even like in a protest. I'm okay about peaceful protesting. Yeah, yeah. You have a right to, to say that, but you get my attention, but that don't change my heart. Mm. So how we live, how we act does that. And that's the Absolutely. kingdom living through us. It, he says like the mustard seed, it will grow. It's going to come out. Yeah. So if the kingdom heavens in you, you're going to know you're going to get around it. And you've been around people like, man, something different about you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to be like that. I loved when you, you mentioned that was on this idea of remembering the righteous acts where God has delivered his people. Because it made me think last week that Max Licato quote of mm. the spiritual amnesia. We forget it. Like we freak out because we forget how God delivered us in the past. So we think he can't do it now or he can't do it in this situation or can't do it in that. And listen, and you and I know this. We, we talked about in our own life, like 
one thing that gets me through things in my life mm-hmm. is that I know he has already done it. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did deliver me. And so it's not going to be as bad. I made it through it. Right. That first one was rough. The second one. But when you get going, like, okay, he will do that. Yeah. Because I remember his faithfulness. That's super good. I love as you were kind of wrapping up there at the end, you're hitting on living in the already, but not yet. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the way to usually describe that. Um, and you said we really have two choices, right? Two so choices. First choice was you can live culture up um, and continue to bring division mm-hmm. or you can basically live kingdom down and play a part in God's redemptive plan. Absolutely. What do you want to do? Right. I don't want to bring a vision, right? Yeah. I don't want to be about me and my kingdom and my culture, because mm-hmm. I just said that, because all cultures will end someday. Yeah. Every, everything you're fighting and dying for will end. Mm. Our world will end. Our country will end someday. The nation, America, greatest nation of the world, will end someday. Yeah. Because a new kingdom will come and set up in place. So instead mm. of trying to live my culture, my way, my kingdom, let's bring kingdom to earth. Let's bring kingdom down with peace and patience, kindness, mm. goodness, gentleness, self-control, and, and let people see Jesus in us, because... Yeah. Right now, you're not really seeing that amongst people because of the vision. So true. Absolutely. The last question you left us at the end, we had a little minute question time there in service, was what's one thing you can do to bring the kingdom of God to others? And I think that's the easy way for us all to make it practical in our lives. Anything off the top of your head, maybe, that's just like, what's a practical way? An easy example is sometimes we can talk about, okay, we need to be loving. We need to be accepting. We need to be done. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's as simple as like, Maybe you should go pay for someone's gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or I've heard, you know, different stories about that from pastors. So, you know, there was one, uh-huh. I guess Rick Warren, he paid for a bag of ice from somebody in line. And then they were like, are you that pastor of that church? You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he's paying a bag of ice. Like how did that, was that the thing to really do it? But sometimes maybe it is that simple. Yeah, I, I, I thought about the context right there when Jesus says, when you take a, just a cold cup of water to someone, mm. that's, that's, that's bringing the kingdom, so man. That's good. bringing heaven to someone that's in need. We all have, people have needs around us. Yeah. But man, you will not believe, of course, right now I was going to say, just a smile, but nobody can see your smile because you got a mask on. Of course, yep. if you're wearing a mask, nobody can see that. So maybe that could be one of the greatest things. Yeah. It's just a pay by the rule, man. <laughs> but anyway, no, there's all kinds of things you can do. You know, right now people are uptight. I mean, families are now trying to mm-hmm. figure out how they're going to shuffle their kids around because kids school is going to be online here in Kentucky and for at least till October 28th, I think it yeah. was, in Round County. So, you know, what are some things you do? Obviously, anything you do to bless people, help people. I mean, just, yeah. being, just be kind to somebody. That's so, just that's be so nice. Good. Open the door for somebody. Being I mean, you, a good human. Just, <laughs> yes. Like, you know, you know, that, you know the world is amazed, um, like like when bad things happen. You mm. see, like they see it like, but what about when good things happen? Like, yeah. who's talking about good things? I'm tired of hearing all the negative stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a hero in every one of us. Go be a hero maker, basically. Is what I'm saying, yeah. you can make a difference. Even if it's just open door for somebody, saying hi, somebody mm. being nice, bless them, like you said, helping grocery, getting somebody yeah. behind you, especially if, somebody that isn't necessarily on your side of the political sphere. Who can you love unconditionally that you completely disagree with politically? And yeah. listen, if, if you want to bring a little heaven to me, it's called a white chocolate mocha <laughs> from Starbucks, which I'm waiting yeah. to go get me one. Like that's like heaven in a in a bottle, like a little in a cup, a plastic cup. It just know? goes away so fast. Though. Oh, it's so it's good. Just, it's gone. So good. Two sips and it's gone. So good. Yeah, just just go be Jesus to people around you. Absolutely. Really, at the end of the day, show people Jesus, right? Show people Jesus. Show people Jesus. All right, guys. Look, we went 14 minutes today. Adds a good one. Though. We got a little crazy. It's okay. I think it's if the room. It just feels good. If you're still in, here. in the comments, if you're yeah. st- in in here with us. Text below or comment below. Text below. I'm on the text. Te- comment <laughs> below what room you think we are in the building. Whoever gets it right, if you're not on staff, you get a cup of coffee at the Duck. See or a white chocolate mocha with Pastor Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I'll do whatever it takes. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of The Rundown. We will be back next week. Next week. Next Monday. Next week. To be exact. With Pastor Daniel again for another episode. Have an amazing week. We'll see you guys later. Hang out in the comments below.